Hello and welcome to Streams of Joy Calgary podcast. My name is Namso Abaini. I'm not a pastor out here at Streams of Joy Calgary. Uh, I just want to take a moment to share one of the messages that we shared in our service with you. And uh, the message really blessed my life. And my prayer is that this message will stay you up to become a watchman over your family, a watchman over your business, a watchman over your kids. And um, I pray as you hear the words that the fire of the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you in your bones and reignite His fire inside of you. Can we just take a look at the Bible and the book of Genesis chapter 14 from verse 1 to 16? Again, Genesis chapter 14 from verse 1 to 16. I'm going to read from um, New King James Version. <clears throat> and it says, It came to pass in the days of Amraphel, king of Shinar, Ariok, king of Elisa, Chedolam, king of Elam, and the title king of nations, that they made war with Bera, king of Sodom, Besha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma. Shemebah, king of Zebriam, and um, king of Bela, that is Zohar. All these joined together in the valley of Sidim, that is the Salt Sea. Twelve years they served Chedorlaomer, and the thirteenth year they rebelled. In the fourteenth year, Chedorlaomer and the kings that were with him came and attacked Raphim in Ashtaroth, Kaniam, and Zuzim in Ham, and Emin in Shaviam, and Kiriathim, and the Korites in the mountain of Seir, as far as El Paran, which is by the wilderness. Then they turned back and came to En Mishfat, that is Kadesh, and attacked all the country of the Amalekites and all the Amorites who dwelt in Hazazon, Tamar. And the king of Sodom and the king of Gomorrah, the king of Admah, the king of Zorabim, the king of Bela, that is Zohar, went out and joined together in battle in the valley of Sidim against Chedorlaomer, king of, king of Elam, the title king of nations, Amraphel, king of Shinai, and Ariok, king of Elisa, four kings against five. Now the valley of Sidim was full of asphalt pits, and the king of Sodom and Gomorrah fled. Some fell there, and the remainder fled to the mountains. Then they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their provisions and went their way. They also took Lot, Abraham's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom, and his goods, and departed. Then one who had escaped came and told Abraham the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the Terebinite tree of Mamre, the Amorite, brother of Eshcol and brother of Ene, and they were allies with Abraham. Now when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his 318 trained servants who were born in his own house and went in pursuit as far as Dan. He divided his forces against them by night and he and his servants attacked them and pursued them as far as Hobah, which is north of Damascus. So he brought back all the goods and also brought back his brother Lot and his goods as well as the women and the people. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the reading of your word. Holy Spirit, we pray, Father, that you will interpret the word in our understanding the way that you want to speak the words in our hearts. We pray that your word, Lord, will come powerfully, Lord. Your word, Lord, is sharper than double-edged sword. Your word, Lord, is fire. Let your fire, Lord, reignite us, Lord, in the bones as we hear those words. We pray, Spirit of the Lord, that we will be stirred up in the spirit to stand, Lord, as watchmen in our homes, watchmen, Lord, of our families, our careers, our businesses. And Father, in this day, Lord, your church, Lord, will be energized and be on fire for you. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Christ. Amen and amen. Now, one of the messages that um, I heard recently from um, Pastor Jerry, one of the things, he shared a story about um, Elijah um, and the prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel. Now, in the book of 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41, the Bible said that, this is Elijah speaking to Ahab, he said, go up 
eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. Now in verse 42, the Bible says, um, Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of the Mount Carmel. Then he bowed down on the ground and he put his face between his knees. Now, people who command divinity have no business in partying around and eating and drinking. You know, in the midst of your comfort, there is still a relevance for the place of prayer in your life. Oh, that the season of comfort in your life will not dampen, dampen your commitment to the place of prayer. That the season of comfort in your life will not make you see prayer as becoming irrelevant in your life. That the season of comfort in your life will not cause you to relegate prayer in the background because you have everything sorted out for you. Now, prayer is not a place for us to, you know, attend only when we have issues in our life. But prayer is a place for communion with God. Prayer is a place where we come to the Father and we cry, Abba, Father, and we have relationship with God. Because what you receive through prayers in the place of prayer can only be sustained through prayers as well in the place of prayer. Now, the moment that you leave the place where you obtained your breakthrough, that is the moment where you expose yourself to attacks by the enemy. The moment when you leave the place of your breakthrough, that is the moment where you expose yourself to setbacks by the enemy. You know, what you get on your knees can only be sustained on your knees. You know, while Ahab went to eat and to drink, the Bible said that Elijah went out to pray to change the course of history and terminate drought and famine that had ravaged Israel for a long time. Ahab, who is supposed to be the king of the people, you know, carrying the matters of the people at heart, went to eat and party and drink while Israel was, you know, ravaging with, uh, with drought and famine at that time. And Elijah went in in the place of prayer to change the course of history to terminate drought and famine that had ravaged the nation for, for, for that time. Throughout the course of history, God has been looking for men and women that will stand as watchmen to protect the interests of the kingdom and the land and to bring to pass the will of God over their lives. God has been looking for men and women that will stand as watchmen to enforce kingdom rules, to bring to pass the kingdom of heaven. No one will pray, we say, let your kingdom come. God is looking for men and women that will enforce the kingdom of God in their lives, enforce the kingdom of God in their communities, enforce the kingdom of God in a, within their environment entirely. Now, in medieval times, you know, cities and towns were built, you know, uh, uh, you know up highs with gates, with um, uh, um, towers, watchtowers, and the watchmen will stand upon the watchtowers warning the inhabitants of the city when an impending danger from an enemy is coming down to the city. And pretty much the job of the watchmen was to protect the city against any enemy who is coming in, you know, whether in disguise or anyhow to come and attack the city. I wish the men and women of God will rise in the season to take up their places as watchmen and women over their lives. I wish that the children of God will rise up in the season and see themselves as watchmen in the positions where, where God has called us to, to stand as watchmen over our families, over our businesses, over our kids, over everything about us. Now the Bible said in the book of First Peter chapter 5 verse 8, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the enemy, the devil walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom to devour. The enemy walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom to devour. 
The fact that you are living in comfort this day, the fact that everything seems to be working out for you, does not stop the enemy in any way from looking for whom to devour. It doesn't stop the enemy from looking at your life and looking for areas of your life to unblock. It doesn't stop the enemy from looking for whom to devour. My prayer is that we will not fall as the easiest prey to the enemy when we let down our guards because everything seems to be working out for us. Now, without bothering you with the whole, you know, story of what happened in the text, I just want to go through some of the points, um, you know, in, in the book of Genesis, go through some of the points that I, I, that I just want to bring up from there. Now, the Bible says, uh, if you look at the preceding chapters, God called Abraham, uh, and just laying some background here, so God called Abraham to leave his father's house and um, go to a land that he's going to show him, and um, by the virtue of God's um, calling upon Abraham, Lot decided to pack up his things and follow Abraham, and they all journeyed down to the land of Canaan. Now the Bible said that Abraham and Lot were, you know, blessed fully well in Canaan. They had uh, uh, so much cattle. They had a lot of sheep that they became so blessed so much that the land where they were staying at that time could no longer sustain them. But the Bible talked about um, the servants of Abraham and the servants of Lot, you know, fighting and, and, and quarreling amongst themselves as to who is going to get, um, you know, the scarce resources that weren't, um, you know, easily available at that point in time. Now, Abraham called Lot and said, hey, Lot, um, we are brethren. We don't have to, you know, quarrel about all these um, little things. Your servants and my servants don't have to quarrel because we are brethren. Why don't you, you know, pick an area and I'll just pick whatever is left. And the Bible said that Lot lifted up his eyes, uh, you know, towards the plain of Sodom and it was watered. It looked like the garden of the Lord. And then um, Lot selected that beautifully watered area of the land and decided to dwell in that place. When the Bible gives a description saying that the garden looked like the garden of the Lord, it must have been so beautiful and so, you know, you know, culturally, agriculturally, uh, you know, pleasant to the eye. And agriculturally, you think about your cattle that you have, it, it, it just looked like, you know, the land flowing with milk and honey that, 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 that you will no longer have any needs to, to, to have, uh, you know, any, any scarce resources to feed your, your cattle or to, or to grow a garden or to, 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 to farm your, your produce in that place. So the Bible said Lot chose that particular place and went down to the plains of Sodom. You know, he had very good comfort in the land of Sodom. He had, you know, he was already blessed. He went down to Sodom. He had everything working out for him in the land of Sodom. Abraham, on the other hand, remained in Canaan, but he was also blessed in the land of Canaan. You know, after the four kings led by Chedorlaomer decided to attack the rebellious kings of Sodom and, uh, you know, their allies, the Bible said that they took everyone in the city into captivity, along with the wives, the children, their goods, everything that they had was taken into captivity. And this included Lot. This included Lot. And the Bible said that when the news got to Abraham that his nephew had been taken into captivity, I want you to take, take, take note of what happened in verse 14. The Bible said that when Abraham heard that his brother had been taken into captivity, he armed 318 trained servants born in his own house and they went in pursuit as far as Dan. Abraham was not only blessed and lived in comfort, he never allowed the season of his comfort to deter him from preparing for the day of battle. He never allowed the season of comfort to make him to relegate the relevance of preparation for the day of battle. The Bible said that he prepared and he trained 318 men in his house. They were born in his house. He prepared and trained them for the day of battle. You know, I've met so many people who feel that they don't have any need to be fervent in the place of prayer because everything seems to be working out, you know, you know for them. 
they live in absolute comfort. You know, they can eat and dine in the finest restaurant that you can think about. You know, a man with spiritual understanding will remember that the season of your comfort is not a time to let down your guard. The season of your comfort is not a time to let down your guard. I wish that you will repeat that to yourself, that my season of comfort is not a time for me to let down my guard. Now, a prayerful man will always pursue, overtake a recoverer. A man who is fervent in the place of prayer will always pursue the enemy, overtake a recoverer. In the season of multiple congratulations, may we receive the anointing to pursue, to overtake and recover all. May we receive that anointing to break through, to recover whatever it is that the enemy has stolen from us. Now the men that were with Abraham, you know, they were actually considered 318 men and they were talking about, you know, the armies of four kings combined together that went down to Sodom and couldn't even, that, that five kings couldn't even delete. But Abraham only had 318 men and apparently Abraham's, you know, um, terrain servants were much more smaller than the, than the, than the armies of these, these four kings combined together. But the Bible said that these small little servants coming out of Abraham's house Defeated, not only defeated, they chased away all this army as far as Dan. Oh, it's your season to arise to pursue, to overtake and recover all. It's your season to arise in the place of prayer to, 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 to pursue, to overtake and recover whatever that the enemy has stolen from you. Are you going to sit down, relax and say, all things seems to be working out for me. Therefore, no need for me to stand as a watchman over my house. I think all things seems to be working out for me. No, because the enemy still, you know, walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom to devour. And his interest is actually in people who have let down their guards. The interest of the enemy is to start destroying lives and start bringing things down. Oh, we are going to arise in the season, pursue, overtake, and recover all. We are going to arise in the season, pursue, overtake, and recover all. The season of your comfort is not a time for you to step down from your watch. The season of your comfort is not a time for you to, to, to relegate prayers in the background. The season of your comfort is a time for you to be more fervent in the place of prayer. The season of your comfort is a time for you to be more fervent in your relationship with God. The season of your comfort is a time for you to arise and catch more fire. The season of your comfort, oh, my as your comfort increases, you need more fire that will match that comfort because there is no room, we're not giving room to the enemy to take any foothold in any way. Now imagine what would have happened if Lot had trained men in his house. Imagine what, what would have happened if Lot had 318 men trained in his house waiting for the time of battle. Imagine what would have happened if Lot had the same thing that Abraham had, if he was not overtaken by comfort. Imagine what would have happened if Lot had those trained men in his house. One thing that would have happened is that the kings would have come to his rising. The kings would have known that Lot was their defense. The kings of Sodom and Gomorrah would have come to, 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 to Lot to build alliance with him. And the Bible said in the book of Matthew chapter 13 verse, verse 25 that while men slept, the enemy came and saw Taz. While men slept, the enemy came and sowed tars among the wheat and went his way. 
And my prayer is that we will not be sleeping and the enemy will sort us and we will not even know that the enemy has sought us and we will keep sleeping. And by the time we wake up, by the time we now wake up and say, oh, now I want to be fervent in the place of prayer, then it will not be like the, the, the master would say, oh, we, we just need to leave it. I don't think we can take it out again. We just need to leave, leave the task to grow together with the wheat. Oh, makata lebrodo shadia, kabali mahaniya makasala, rekete yegebo shakataya. We are not going to, you know, be sluggish in the place of prayer, be sleeping in the place of prayer. While the enemy sows stars, we're gonna be awake as watchmen. We're gonna be awake as watchmen. Oh, kabali adaba shatalia. I wish someone would speak to their spirit and say, arise, arise in the place of prayer, arise in the place of prayer. If you are sleeping, arise in the place of prayer. My spirit, arise in the place of prayer. Arise in the place of prayer. You might think that things are going according to your plan. Everything seems to be working out for you. Remember that the master that was sleeping, that when the enemy came and sought us, he thought everything was going on. It's very well for him. He thought everything was you know, moving according to plan. By the time he woke up, he discovered there were tars in the field. Discovered there were tars in the field. Oh, katayabo shatala, reke pori gadabashani abazala, kamali gado shikete, kamali ketozuria, ekete yegeboro shatala, masukataya, ekabali gedebo shata, gebrodo sukete. I wish you will arise in the place of prayer, begin to take charge, begin to take charge. The standards of watchmen over your family, don't wait for something to happen first. Standards of watchmen over your family. When you see a man who has no regard for the place of prayer and they are still slumbering, they haven't realized that the enemy is still so intense. Oh, kapali gabara. May we not wake up. May we not wake up when there is nothing that can be done to the seeds planted by the enemy. May we not wake up and discover that our kids have gone haywire. May we not wake up and discover that the enemy has sown so much task that we cannot even deal with it. In that season, my prayer is that you will arise. You will take your place as a watchman over your life, over your children, over your career, over your businesses. May the comfort that you are experiencing not let you bring down your guard. May the comfort that you're experiencing not make you relegate prayers. May the comfort that you're experiencing not make you to feel like there is no relevance to the place of prayer. Because only those who prepare for battle, only those who are prepared for the time of battle will win the battle. If you prepare for, for battle in the time of war, you are going to lose. But if you're already prepared before the battle, you are going to definitely win. You think the devil doesn't know. He knows the people who are already prepared ahead of the battle. The devil already knows people who are prepared ahead of the battle. Oh, Oh, kabari gadabashata. May the devil not catch us when we are still sleeping. May the devil not catch us when we are still sleeping. Can you just rise wherever you are right now? Begin to pray over your life that the Lord will quicken you in the place of prayer. That the Lord will quicken your life. Every spirit of sluggishness in the place of prayer. Every spirit of complacency. We command you to leave right now. We command you to be destroyed right now. The spirit of the Lord release your oil upon a prayer. 
prayer lives. Spirit of the Lord, release your oil upon our prayer lives. Let your fire, Lord, be ignited. Let your fire, Lord, be ignited. Let the rage, Lord, in our bones. Let the rage, Lord, in our bones. Let the rage in our bones. Let revival fire come upon us. Let your revival fire come upon us. We are anointed to pursue, to overtake, to recover all. We are anointed to pursue, to overtake, and recover all. Every task sown by the enemy. Every task sown by the enemy in the life of the listener right now. I command the fire of the Lord to consume right now. Let your fire, Lord, consume in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, revival is breaking forth in your home. Revival is breaking forth in your life. Revival is breaking forth all around you. Oh, you are rising. You are taking charge. You are recovering all. You are rising. You are taking charge. You are recovering all. Thank you, Father, for your fire. Thank you, Father, for the revival. Thank you, Father, because you are raising watchmen in this season. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ. Amen.